0: Hey, everyone, it's Pastor Mike Adkins, and I want to welcome you to Next Steps, where the teaching pastors of Grace Church help you focus on taking a next step in your spiritual life. If you're not listening there already, I invite you to take a moment to download the free Grace app. It's the best place to hear and share messages and to get connected with what's going on here in the life of our church. Just search Grace Church Orlando in your app store or head to discovergrace.com forward slash app to find it. Pastor Clint Harrison and Pastor Grant Nixon and I hope that these podcast conversations will help you take your next step toward Christ. Hey guys, welcome back to Next Steps, the podcast that helps you take your next step toward Christ. I'm here with Pastor Clint. How's it going? And Pastor Grant. Hey everybody. And uh, we're excited to be back with you. Um, Well, guys, we're in the middle of uh, kind of a... A big pandemic, a crisis in our culture right yeah, now, yeah. and I just want to check in with you guys and see how things are going. How are yeah,
1: you, Clint? Doing good, man. Yeah. By the way, it's great to be back. I know I was out last week, but super excited to be here today. So, did uh, your
0: podcast fail already? Yeah, it's already corner, How did Clint's Corner go?
1: Well, we didn't have anybody show up, so <laughs> oh, that happens. You know? Well, welcome back. <laughs> welcome back, man. No, we're we're doing good. Uh, it, it, we're still kind of wrapping our brains around the new kind of reality that we're dealing with, but. Um, trusting God in it and, and like sitting down with my family and even talking to my kids about it and what's going on and, um, seeing them smile and have heart and hope in the midst of it's, it's helpful. So, yeah, man,
2: I, uh, I'm, I'm a Enneagram seven like strong seven, <laughs> if you didn't know that. Uh, yeah. And so not being around people has been a problem. The voices in my head have gotten a lot louder. <laughs> um, and we're just trying to hold it together. But it's been good. I mean, you know, we've uh, we've had some Zoom meetings with, uh, with the staff and, and video conferencing with people. And that's been great, connecting with people like that. And Um, You know, just trying to figure out stuff to do We got four kids at home, man And uh, they're there all the time Mm. They never leave Um, We even leave the doors unlocked They stay inside inside. They're right there So, So uh, but no, it's honestly, it's, it's been great to spend time with them and yeah, man, we're just making it. What about you, uh, Pastor Mike? How's the, well, the uh,
0: Adkins clan is doing good. Everybody's healthy right now. Everybody seems to be doing well. Um, Kelly's a little bit more susceptible to this because she's got some lung issues. So she really legitimately Mm -hmm. has barely left the house in the last uh, probably 10 days. So we're, uh, but we're doing good. Everybody's, everybody's doing good. Had those same conversations with my daughter. My boys are too old now to have those conversations but they're Like, ah, we know dad, it's all good. But my daughter had those conversations about God being good, and we go through hard times, but mm. he's still with us. Yeah, so absolutely. So we're doing a lot of that right now, and uh, and honestly doing a lot of that with people in the church yeah, that's right. as well, because the culture right now is just filled with fear. We are going back and forth right now between those two um, things that we talked about early on, which is, one, just totally negating this thing or making fun of it and minimizing it, which is foolishness. It doesn't Correct. make a yeah. lot of sense. Yeah. And then also just being completely fearful and overwhelmed by it, which also... You know, it doesn't make sense. We serve yeah. God and God is with us no matter what. He promises that. And he's here. He's close to the broken heart the Bible says. Right. Well, today we're going to be talking about uh, what what it means for us to work from home and what are some of the best strategies and spiritual coping me- uh, me- uh, mechanisms that we have to be able to deal with that. So I think we can start with um, maybe like framing the question. How about you? Ben? Yeah,
2: yeah, sure. I, I was thinking about just... Uh, Us working from home and the challenges of that. And, um, you know, I I was thinking about, like, the fear we have around this question and the fear Mm -hmm. we have around our world changing like this. And probably a huge piece of that fear comes from control. Like, we have an absolute lack of control. I mean, when you think about your schedule before all this, you're in complete control. You're scheduling all the lunches you want to schedule. You've got, you know, you've got your office you're going to go to. You've got all this. You're completely in control. And now we've lost that and there's a lot of fear. And that is by the way, like that's that's a lot of people's number one fear out there. That's one of mine. Like I am forget sharks and spiders. Forget spider sharks. Uh like I losing control, right? <laughs> spider like shark. like that's spider it. sharks. Did you guys ever that's see terrible. did you guys ever see that Denzel uh, movie <laughs> no. um, the bone collector? Do you guys oh, know that yeah. movie? Yeah, sure. oh, oh yeah. Yeah, sure. I got out of VHS. <laughs> Very bad
1: movie. Yeah, I glad you said that.
2: VHS players. Yeah. Um, but but in that, do you remember his character? His character was uh was paralyzed and there's a scene where the bad guy is like making his way towards denzel it's the scariest thing it's pretty freaky it's yeah. the scariest like yeah. scene ever yeah, why because terrifying. he has zero control and i think like but in a lot of the, the same way like we lack control and and immediately just fear moves in and so as we think about as we think about you know our our world has changed and our work world has changed now we work at home It's probably a lot of people with anxiety about it and, and a lot of fear about it and i think that's based around a loss of control
0: well I think that word that you just said right there, anxiety, if I just take my pastor hat on, put on the counselor hat for a second, um, okay. that's exactly what I always it is. wondered
2: why you carried two hats around. I do. <laughs> one why. says pastor, and one <laughs> says
0: counselor. <Yeah>, yeah. Switches <laughs> so, yeah, on video. I, so, I, so,
1: I always thought it was weird, too. It is weird. <laughs>
0: um, and so, uh, you know, when we, th- like nationally we're having this conversation, anxiety really is front and center. Mm-hmm. Um, and anxiety is out of control fear is what it is. Mm, Worry yeah. is out of control fear. Right, And so when we talk about out of control, we mean not within our ability to be able to cope with it, to deal with it, or to strategize. And so that's what we want to come to you right now with is some strategies maybe for dealing with some of this angst, this anxiety that we're dealing with right now, as well as some ways of normalizing everyday life. Because that's a big piece of why we feel out of control because all of us have rituals and we mm-hmm. have rhythms. Yeah, And those rituals and rhythms give us a sense of stability, of place, of certainty, right. And those things are what's so helpful for us in our everyday experience. But now those things have been ripped away from us.
1: Even if you have been working at home, it's changed for you. I mean, in the quarantine season kind of life, it's like, I was working from home, but now my kids are with me constantly. Or now mm-hmm. I've got a different schedule, and now right. I can't go out to meals or I can't meet with people. Everything's virtual. And so wherever you are, you are feeling it, whether you've been working at home for a long time or not. And so anxiety just seems to creep in like crazy. Um, and control is a huge part of that. I really like in, in Matthew chapter, I think it's 10, where Jesus says, do not fear. Uh, the one who can destroy the body, Mm. but fear the one who can destroy both body and soul. And he's saying, hey, listen, all the temporary things Mm -hmm. that are in this life, don't fear those things. Trust God. That's the one that you need to fear. That's the one that you need to place your hope in in the midst of this season. So, And we talked about
2: it in our, we had a a virtual call earlier today. We had staff meeting with our staff and that was one of the points that got brought up was you know this idea that in the middle of all of this everything that comes to us comes through us through God's hands yep. right everything's like, been
0: filtered through the father everything's been right.
2: filtered through the father and so we even said use a language and, and Pastor Mark, I don't remember who said it originally but I remember you echoing it um, that this is not God's plan B right you know what I mean like this right. is plan A he understands what's happening and he has he can use this That's right. um, for our good and and so it's it's another reason not to have fear
0: um, so I think that's I'm one go of the things bit. that we have to confront is the idea that maybe we believe that if God is in control, that means everything goes smoothly. Mm. And I think because we live in a broken world and God is working out these things inside of us, that he's going to work within the brokenness of the world that we live in. Mm. In fact, one of the things that's happening right now to many people in our country, because we've had, again, the stability taken from us, this routine and rhythm yeah. has been taken from us, is that it's revealing to some of us our idolatries, you know, it's Mm. revealing Mm. to us the things that we rely on more than we rely on God. It's almost like when you start fasting, when you start fasting, you take something away so that it makes everything else much more immediate, right? It's really not about taking away. It's about finding out what's on the inside. And so as our certainty has been taken away right now, it shows us what's on the inside.
1: Yeah. so in our grace community, we had all these moms talking about how difficult it is right now, having all of the, the kids in, in the house oh, yeah. in, in, in like a whole new way. And one of them said, you know what? It's rooting out so many things inside my heart. Mm. And it's rooting out so many frustrations and angers and things that I haven't dealt with. And I'm forced to deal with them in a close proximity. And it's revealing the, the nastiness in my heart. And, yeah. and I'm also, she was saying, I'm also recognizing... God's grace in the midst of that and how much he loves me and he accepts me and it's out of that that I'm able to handle situations like this. You know,
0: Clint, you said something earlier. You were talking about how we've got to, and this this situation is exposing this, but we have to work on our character, not just our competency. Hmm. And a big thing in our culture is all about competency. It's about... Being the smartest, being the best, being yeah. the first, being the strongest, you know all those kinds of things. And those are all about competency. But sometimes they can leave us looking good on the outside but feeling hollow on the inside. Mm-hmm. And this moment right now, the anxiety that we feel because of a lack of control is because maybe our character needs to catch up with our competency. Yeah. Which yeah. might
2: be one of the disclaimers we throw on what we're about to say is that these tips that we may give to to kind of hold on to some routine that could be healthy – uh, at the same time um, don't let those become crutches don't let those become the the things that you run to rather than trusting God you that's know right. going that's oh right. well thank God I, I have my routine back right. Or, oh I, I have this schedule back yes that can provide some relief and praise God it will um, but again uh, what what is matter what' matters most in this time is what you just said not competency but our character
0: Beca- it, it, because it really seems like what we're saying and we're certainly not saying that if you have anxiety right now you have bad character Oh that's no, not that's, at that's, all. that's not, not at all. that's not what we're saying no, no, no. But maybe what we, maybe if we just take a step back for a second and say, if most of our life is focused on developing the outward competencies that are necessary for us to succeed in the world, maybe we have an inward deficit. So we're super or hyper developed on the outside, but maybe underdeveloped on the inside. Yeah. And I think for us, man, this could be, this could be a blessing, all that's happening right now. And we certainly realize all the very real world consequences that are taking place Mm -hmm. right now. People are dying. It's terrible. But maybe in the middle of all of this, God is doing something to shape us yes. on the inside. That's right.
1: Yeah. So speaking of that, you know, obviously there, there is the spiritual aspect. Well, what are, some, what are some tips, some tricks, some ideas that we have uh, that would be helpful in the home on, on just a daily level that would come alongside our spiritual walk and just help us not be anxious people in the midst of this great change? What else thoughts,
0: yeah. So, I was doing a little bit of research on this, and um, I don't know if you guys get Wired magazine, I do, it's a fantastic magazine, yeah. okay? Yeah, it's okay. really great. It's wonderful for not just technology but also just contemporary trends and, and things keeping like up that.
2: with all the latest wires. They've got the red <laughs> wires, the, red, and the blue wires, wires, the green wire, yeah. yeah, and the white one, too. You don't you, you, you don't always cut, cut, cut the white the, one, right? You cut the white you, one, yeah, don't you cut, cut the, the red one. one.
0: You cut the blue one. Everything else. We're all good. This, this, is, <laughs> this has got to be the least
2: helpful 30 seconds we've ever recorded. <laughs> ever, ever recorded. <laughs> right here. And if
0: there was a bomb, we would have cut all of the wires. So we'd be Oh, my goodness. All right. Okay, so um, a couple of things that uh, – a few things here that Wired Magazine said. Um, these are just tips for you if you are working from home right now, which most of America is doing right now. Um, number one, just – these are very basic, but I think they're helpful – Number one, get dressed. In other words, don't go around in your pajamas all day long. Get dressed. That's actually going to put you in a totally different frame of mind when you wake up. Go through the routine that you normally go through. Because again, we're not saying that routines are bad or even idolatrous. We're just saying that now, if we can recover these routines, but not recover them with a certain dependence on them, they can be super helpful. So get dressed when you wake up in the morning.
2: Have you you guys ever heard? I'm sure you have heard this before. Uh, Donald Miller is the one who's talked about it most recently. Has talked about um, morning routines and evening routines, Um, and that's part of it. Like what you just said is part of it. That that, and he actually has this thing. um, Story Brand is his story brand. So phenomenal. His podcast, everybody needs to check it out. It's fantastic. But. In it he he had a resource that was downloadable at some point and it was like a card that you could print out that had three morning routines and then three evening routines. And he keeps them by his bed, he keeps them by his bedside. But it's it gets you up and moving and it gets you to uh, to accomplish tasks, which starts building your momentum. And so get up, get dressed, get up, make right. your bed. That's like, right. Like you know, things yep. like that and just how unbelievably important it is. And I gotta say, uh, like I'm not a, a bed maker. Like I just never been like when I, when I leave my bed, I'm like, I'll see you later, buddy. You know <laughs> what I mean? I just take care of yourself. Uh, but i tell you having these little routines, especially during now, you know, this is everything being so different. It is incredibly helpful to yes. hit, to hit these routines um, for, uh, for momentum um, and for, for getting you going in the morning. So I
1: reached out to a couple of people who <clears throat> work from home typically and uh, have been doing so for years. They're very successful in their company and one of the guys said, Hey, listen, let me tell you how important a daily routine is. Mm. He said, one day I got up and, you know, was just getting up and I knew I had a meeting soon. So I kind of lackadaisically went and, you know, set up my computer got in, a. it was a Zoom call with a bunch of executives from around the country. And uh, he said all of a sudden when I got on the call and it was video, you know, we're all there ready to present, and he said everybody just started dying laughing. And he was like, what is going on? And he looked down and he realized he had no shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> so... That routine. is unbelievable <laughs> to so me. incredible.
0: Does he have, I have nerve damage? no <laughs> idea how that like could Oliver's possibly Like Oliver's abdomen? What yeah. in the world? I feel like I would have to retire after That's that.
2: That's ridiculous.
0: <laughs> I'd just be like, okay, I'm out. Oh, you know what, guys? I just realized I'm not wearing one. You I know couldn't what? figure now out the most basic thing.
2: Now I get it.
0: Putting on a shirt. No <laughs> shirt. What so I?
1: routine matters. Routine
0: does matter. <laughs> oh, and you know, my in the medieval church as well as even in liturgical churches today. I,
1: I can't wait to see how you tie this in to the shirt. <laughs> <word> <laughs> I, I
0: the could do it. Say. Everything is related. <laughs> in the medieval church, as well as in liturgical churches now, they have morning prayers, afternoon prayers, mm-hmm. and evening prayers. Yeah. And so that's a big part of just kind of centering back the day on who God is. That's good. And also again in the again in the liturgical churches, they have a calendar that goes all the way throughout the year. Right. If you think think about it right now like our culture like our just our secular culture that we have around us it has a liturgy of its own you know yeah. we've got like valentine's day and we've got memorial day and we've got labor day and we've got halloween christmas easter things like that you know right and these are all days that we kind of take campus um, pastor days campus pastor days stuff and like that, yeah. uh you know stuff like that where we're <laughs> where we just do these things throughout the, the day, it would be very important for us to just be thinking about right now and we're, as we're thinking about like character development and development of the inside of us, not just the outside of us, Right? Good. how can we build in routines that have now become a big piece of um, our spiritual growth as mm-hmm. we move forward? Because I, I wanna walk out of this situation feeling better, than I did when I walked in.
2: Absolutely, I want to walk out yeah. being
0: stronger, more spiritual, yeah. more reliant on God. Coming out of this, yeah. I'm doing this thing right now um, every night, where um, I cannot sit in the home. I'm like Grant. I'm uh, I'm a I'm an eight seven. So I've got part of Grant in me, and then I've got um, the good part. <laughs> that's right. Well, the the humble part. <laughs> the the, the <laughs> humble part. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so what I'm doing right now is. Um, I'm social distancing. I'm not really hanging out with anybody. In fact, guys, as we're recording this, we're at least six feet apart from one another. But, but, but here's, here's, here's the thing that's, that I'm doing. I'm just going down to a park in Winter Park. I'm sitting on a dock, uh, overlooking one of the lakes and I'm just praying for about an hour. Mm, And just to pull that out of the normal everyday rhythm of life and to say, God, I want to give back to you Mm. myself. I want to hear from you. I want to be guided by you. All right, well, let's get back to some of these, these things. Wired Magazine, number one, get dressed. Number two, have a dedicated workspace. Go outside. Don't stay in all the time. There's no need for that. They're not asking us to do that. Um, get the right setup. If you got to get the right computer for, to have the right setup that you need or the right phone or some other kind of technological fix, do that right now if you can. Give people slack right now and realize that everybody's dealing with the same circumstances. Uh, Wired puts this in. I'm going to say, I'm not sure I agree with this one, but no TV. Maybe some of you need to like, spend some time binging some of your uh, favorite shows right yeah, now. There's nothing yeah, wrong absolutely.
1: with that. 100%. Um,
0: prep your own snacks. Get ready to do stuff. I'm going to encourage you to eat healthy right now because it's so easy right now just to be like, oh, cookies, they make me feel better. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, yeah. But, but ultimately, you know they don't. And then at night, shut it down. Just shut it down. Mm. Like it's easy for us now that we're home to not have any division between work and home life.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, can I ask you guys a question? Do you have Do you have a dedicated workspace at your house? What does that look like for you
0: guys? I I don't have a dedicated workspace at my and at home. I actually just use my room. It's the only. <laughs> our Our house is not real large, and yeah. so. Um, I have one room that I can basically shut off from everyone else, and that's my bedroom, and I sit at the bottom of the bed, and I just work from my computer.
2: Well, there. it's not like you're working from a closet or something. No. I mean, you know what I mean? And like, I do wear pants. A, you're in a room. Oh, so. uh, Clint, do you have a, dedicated, <laughs> hey, you have work a dedicated workspace? do you have a dedicated workspace? No, and I don't know you're what you, guys do you are wear talking wear about. Uh, I'm fairly certain I know that you do have a dedicated workspace. Now, if
1: y'all checked out my video last week on Facebook. Uh, Clint's I, Corner. That, yeah, Clint's Corner. <laughs> oh,
2: Clint's Closet. How did oh, we not make that?
0: That's weird, because
2: <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. anyway, Clint, yeah, what's the joke here? Let everybody in. So anyways, uh, I I, uh, I do work from my closet, if you didn't see, and that's my dedicated workspace. I've got my specific workbooks, you know, and commentaries and different things that I've got, my Bible and my computer and everything around there, and that's where I, I typically work, so.
2: I think, you know, it is so important, uh, one is, as you think about um, uh, getting into that workflow, as yep. people talk about, yep. right? Um, getting into that workflow is getting into that right space where you can build that momentum. Right. I'll tell you. Can I just tell you a spiritual challenge for me with with this workspace area? has been um, my uh, my kids come in. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like my kids yep. come in, and can I tell you? Like one of the things that I've been trying to do is before I start any task, before I'm I'm working on, I got to work on this on my computer. I've got to have this meeting or whatever. I try to just keep that in mind that hey, my kids might come in in the middle of this. My kids might come in just trying to get my attention or whatever. And like, Lord, would you help me be gracious to them? Like, Lord, would you help me be kind to them when that interruption happens? Just go ahead and anticipate the interruption. That's right. You know, if you've got the kids at home so so that when they walk in, uh they they receive like kindness from their dad. I mean, they I think the
0: standards change for us right now. We had 20 yeah, something people on video this morning. Yeah, on it's Zoom. like 23, 24 people, 23, yeah. 24 people on the Crazy. Zoom call this morning uh doing staff, and one person was getting licked by their dog. Yeah, <laughs> Another yeah, person yeah. Uh, <laughs> had two children walk in, Clint. Two or three. And uh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh it's just it's just what it is right now. This is kind of just a new and different. We just need to be patient with each other in the middle absolutely. of transition. Gracious, I sure. But I love what you said, especially when it comes kids, because they can be around so much right now that we're just like, hey, just, okay, you do your thing, we'll do our thing. Right. Kids don't, they don't respond like that. Right, absolutely. You know? They don't have those kind of boundaries, and we just need to appreciate that.
1: Yeah. You know, and even tying in character with this, you know, as, as followers of Christ, it matters so much how we treat our family in this season. That's right. And not just our kids, but our spouses.
2: More than anything else, by the way. More than your work stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: this is what matters, yeah. yeah Carrie exactly. Newoff said, uh, we our, our general routine is, is that we work twice as hard on our competency, and we should be working twice as hard on our character. And so, as you're dealing with uh, family members in the home while you're working, man, be gentle be kind, mm. be gracious, be patient, ask God, ask the Holy Spirit to lead you and to guide you and to fill you with what you need. And I love that, you know, the, the pastors were talking about a, a morning routine. I, I was getting this from a mom who works from home and has been for a long time who has children in the home. She has a very successful business. She said that, um, she gets up every morning and gets in the word and she mm-hmm. prays and she sets the day out through Jesus. Awesome. And, and that's, that's her routine. So helpful. Yeah.
0: So, um, I want you to hear some words from Philippians chapter 4, 4 through 9. Um, these are words that are somewhat familiar, but I think in the context that we're in right now, they're particularly relevant. Here we go. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say again, rejoice. I love verse 5. Let your reasonableness be evident to all. The Lord is near. I love Because I think those two things are very close to one another. Number mm-hmm. one, be reasonable. Why? Because God is with you. He's That's near right. you right now. There's no reason to be... Uh, fearful beyond measure, and there's no reason to be minimizing this because God is watching us. And because the Lord is near, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. And then it gives you something to do yourself. And this is so important because I think the brain is like a computer. Whatever program you run is the program that you're gonna get out. Mm. So he says this, Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent and praiseworthy, I want you to think about these things. And the reason why he says that to us is he's saying, listen, if the world is bombarding you with all kinds of fear and images Mm. and terrible things, you need to fill yourself with something else. You need to shift your perspective. And this does help us with being able to focus ourselves on the Lord. Number nine says this, verse nine, whatever you've learned or received or heard and seen in me, put into practice and the God of peace will be with you. The Mm. God of peace is promised only after we put these things into practice. Mm. Mm. And so, you know, as we're thinking about just the whole idea of control, God is in control. Yeah. No, That's we've right. never, it's kind of like all of this is just stripped away the illusion of control.
2: Yeah, exactly. And, and when we come to that place, Pastor Mike, as, as you just said, and when we get that, that mindset, it's going to affect the way we work with people That's as right. we work from home. It's going to affect the way we interact with people. And you think about the, the power of life and death are in the tongue. That's right. And so as you, there's, there's all kinds of voices of death around people. Like people are turning on cable news and they're, they're hearing worry and anxiety and despair and they're, they're, they're venting to somebody and they're probably getting that vent just reflected right back to them. But can we be the type of people who, as we fill ourselves with the things that are honorable and things that are good, and as we fill ourselves with a bigger picture of God, may that come out of our mouths to people, you know, may, may we be the voices of life to people that we interact with. May we be the voices of hope. And when they think of us, they would go, you know what? Like when I talk to Mike, when I talk to Clint, when I talk to whoever I'm talking to, when I talk to this guy at work,
0: I just feel better.
2: Right. Like I, I, I feel I feel
0: encouraged by that. There's a reasonableness to it. There's them. a reasonableness They're to that. Okay.
2: And I and I feel better about it. And that's that's us being the light and you know, the light of the world in a very dark place.
0: All right, guys, we've come to the end of another podcast. Um, yep. I want to encourage you to go to Apple Podcasts. You can rate and review and subscribe there. We'd love to have you guys. Uh, it's been good being with you. All right. See you guys. See y'all later. See you guys. Thanks for listening to the podcast. We hope to see you this weekend at a grace campus near you. Get all the details and more resources at discovergrace.com.